What if we were more like Jesus? What a great question especially as we in North America are wrestling with the reality of racism, where we're becoming a little more willing to acknowledge that we don't always treat people who look differently than us well. But what if we were more like Jesus? A great question for the days that we're in. And with that question in mind, I want to look at another way that we can love more like Jesus as we look this week at our next Jesus miracle. Here's Here's how I read the state of churches like Fort City. I don't think most of us immediately link the miracles of Jesus to us living lives that love like Jesus. Miracles are miracles, love is love. We, we don't always link the two together, especially when it comes to how you love. Uh, you don't always think that the way you express your love is through doing something that might even be miraculous, but maybe. You, you just think about this. Maybe miracles are a way that we can love like Jesus. Just maybe, if we were to seek the supernatural power of Jesus to move through us, to touch and heal and bring freedom to other people's lives, this too would be a way that we could live and love like Jesus. What do you think? Friends, here at Fort City, we absolutely believe that God is a God who still does miracles. That one of the ways that God expresses his love to us is he touches us powerfully, even supernaturally, at our point of need. And one of the ways that God expresses love to a broken, sin-wrecked world is by working through you and me to touch other people's lives and see them healed and made whole. So what if we were more like Jesus, including the supernatural Jesus? Let's look at what I think is one awesome story of the love and power of Jesus at work. But before we look at that story, here's how this story and really how this whole series of messages on the Jesus miracles connect us to learning to live and love like Jesus. Listen to what Jesus says here. This is incredible, friends. Think about this. Jesus says, I mean, don't miss this. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Like even greater works. Did you catch that? Even greater works than Jesus. Like, wow, right? But really, does that really, does it happen today? Well, let's look at this week's story. And as we look at this story, uh, maybe you would have a little conversation between you and Jesus in the middle of this message. I'm, I'm okay if you take a little time out with Jesus and just ask him as we look at this story, if he would do the same through you and me as he's doing in this story, and that's move in powerful ways that show his love to a broken world. I'm serious. Get into a conversation with Jesus as we go through this story and ask him what this means for you. Okay, you good with that? And hey, I love this story that we're going to look at today because this guy has what I call sort of faith. Sort of faith. He believed, but maybe not all the way. And I think you and me both can relate to this guy and how he struggled with faith. The story is recorded in the gospel written by the Apostle Mark. It's found in the ninth chapter of Mark if you want to read it on your own sometime. Let, you, let me give you some background to our story. There was this young kid with an evil spirit. Last week, I quoted Jesus where he said, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Friends, I, I've seen the thief at work personally, but more importantly, the writers of the Bible tell us, not only is there an evil one called the thief here, 
But there is a whack load of uh, spirits floating around our world that are aligned with the evil one and they do his destructive work in this world. Hey, I, I don't think what happened to George uh, Floyd happened without a little bit of influ influence from the evil one and his team. I don't think the whole question of systemic racism would be such a reality except for the presence of the evil one and his team. That's not an excuse. It excuses no one. It's just part of the picture of this broken world of ours. Anyways, there was this kid that we read about in Mark chapter 9 who was badly impacted by an evil spirit. The disciples tried to heal his kid. Uh, they tried to get rid of this evil spirit. They, they tried to do a miracle, but they messed up. Um, they, couldn't, they couldn't do it. And so all of the Pharisees and the religious guys that were watching, uh, they went on the attack on the disciples of Jesus about this. So you got the religious leaders and the disciples going at it with each other, just a ugly argument is happening. Voices are amped up, fingers are being pointed. Then Jesus, he arrives in the middle of all of this tense kerfuffle that's going on, and he says, hey guys, what's up? What are you all arguing about? L let's look at how Mark records the story. A man in the crowd answered, teacher, I brought you my son who was possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. Okay, every week uh, I've been asking you to enter into the story. What would it be like if you were right there? Try to feel the emotion that's going on. And imagine the pain of being a parent, watching your child go through this. A and now think about yourself. You know, when you go through stuff yourself, it hurts, right? But hey, when it's someone you love who hurts, when, when your kid goes through stuff, it hurts in a whole different way and, and is way more intense. You know what I mean. Sure you do. And also, we know pain a little bit. We got pain right now, racial pain, COVID-19 pain, job and financial pain, a, a little pain on the flood front, and now you can add Beacon Hill to the flood pain. And then there are some of you, you are watching someone you love go through pain and, and they're close to you and you feel that pain yourself, it's intense. When it's someone you love who is in pain, so often you feel it even more. This dad, he's been watching his boy grow up in agony. And then this dad, he's, he's crying out, ah, oh, nothing is working. And I'm sure he took his son to the doctors and to specialists if they had them back then. And now he took uh, his son to the disciples of Jesus and he's like, ah, oh, none of this is working. Okay, let's keep reading. And Jesus' words here, I, I gotta tell you, they're pretty strong. Personally, I, I really feel the weight of them. I'm, I'm thinking the disciples and his dad are feeling the strength of Jesus' words. So brace yourself, listen to Jesus. You unbelieving generation. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. And so they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has thrown him into fire or to water to kill him. But if you can do anything... Take pity on us and help us. This dad is desperate. 
But even in his desperate attempt to get help for his boy, this dad is watching once again as the evil spirit within this child is uh, reacting and trying to hurt his son. And then there's Jesus. He's coming across really harsh. What's up with that? I think Jesus simply wanted to push people back then and just like I think he wants to push us today to understand what is at our disposal when we truly exercise faith. At your disposal and my disposal is a whole lot more supernatural power than we realize. Power to heal, power to love. The dad is pleading with Jesus, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can. Maybe that's where you are at right now. Something has become so big, so overwhelmingly, and all the experts have told you it's not going to change. You can't get through this. It is what it is. And you're saying, God, if you can. I mean, God, you, you might be able to, right? I'm, I'm not sure, but maybe if. Or maybe you're like me on, on these kinds of issues. And like me, you might say, God, I know you can. I've seen you do it before, but I wonder if you will this time. I wonder, will you? Friends, I've seen God heal, I've seen God deliver, I've seen God supply, I've seen some pretty powerful stuff, but every time I come up against something big again, I get caught up saying, I, I know you can, but will you? I'm just being real honest with you. You okay with that? And so I really identify with this dad, if you can. But then, as this dad pleads, Jesus pushes back again, and with a bit of strength, listen to this, if you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Everything is possible for one who believes. The tension is getting thick now. But I love what this dad does next. This is huge. He, he doesn't miss a beat. He's not intimidated by this pushback from Jesus. A little bit of faith. A little bit of honest, authentic faith arises in this man. But he knows his faith is limited and what he does next man this is awesome immediately the boy's father exclaimed i do believe help me overcome my unbelief faith rises up in this dad for the healing of his son but he knows his faith is limited he believes but he asks jesus to give him more faith he asks for the gift of faith don't miss this friends this is the turning point in the story this is what paves the way for the miracle. That dad asks Jesus for the gift of faith. He knows his faith is limited and he asks for faith. I mean, kudos to this dad. Hey, I love that every time I find myself struggling for enough faith that I can go to Jesus and ask for faith. Faith is not just something that I womp up from within. Faith is something that Jesus gives to me when I ask. The faith that we need to see God move is faith that comes from him in the first place. Friends, we need to plead to God for faith. God, I believe, help me overcome my unbelief. God, give me more faith. And watch what happens. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked much like a corpse that many said, he's dead. 
But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. Wow. I mean, what a power encounter between Jesus and the demonic world. I mean, it looks a bit scary, doesn't it, as this spirit comes out of this kid. It's, it's very dramatic, and it leaves this kid looking like he just might be dead, but the, the kid's okay, like, praise God. I mean, how awesome is that? And do you remember these words of Jesus I quoted at the start of the message? I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Like, whoa, right? So what does it mean to live like Jesus? It means looking to Jesus to give you the faith so that you can be God's instrument of love to a broken and hurting world so that you can be God's instrument of love to your broken and hurting family and friends. Jesus, he really wants to give you the faith you need to love like Jesus. He wants to give you the faith to love powerfully, to even love supernaturally so that you become an instrument of the miraculous Jesus bringing his healing, life-transforming power to others. Yes, you yourself can be an instrument of Jesus' healing power. I believe. Help me, Jesus, in my unbelief. Friends, it is still true. Everything is possible to one who believes. And that includes whatever you're up against in your life right now. So right now, you got this major issue in your life. Your, your marriage is in big trouble. You don't think this marriage is going to ever work. Is it possible that God and his love and sovereign power could actually heal your marriage and, and make it even better than new? Absolutely. Your kid that you love is going the wrong way. Could God work in your kid's life so that it got back on track? Absolutely. God, just heal this relationship. Just give me hope. Help me get employed again. Yes, yes, yes. Everything is possible for one who believes. God, give me faith to believe. In your brokenness, would you ask God for the faith to believe? And in this broken world, would you ask God to give you faith so that you could be God's instrument of love and healing for others? So what does it mean to live in love like Jesus? It means we demonstrate the love of Jesus by how we live, and how we live includes seeking God to love through us in powerful, supernatural, miraculous ways. Make sense? So let's take all of this to God in prayer. Let's pray for the gift of faith. Let, let's pray that we would live like Jesus with faith and that we would love like Jesus in a way that includes the supernatural. We're going to pray, and in the first part of the prayer, I'm just going to invite you to kind of pray along with me and take these words and kind of make them your own personal prayer, and then let me pray for you after that. Let's pray and would you pray with me in your own way? Father God, we come to you like that dad and we say, I believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Just in your own way. Tell God that you believe and ask him to give you more faith, would you? Jesus, would you fill me with faith? Would you fill me with your Holy Spirit? And as you do, would you grow and strengthen my faith? And now let me pray for you. Lord God, for those who've just asked for more faith, would you hear and answer their prayer? 
And would you answer them at their point of need in that big thing they are seeking you for? And God, we simply worship you. We, we honor you and we, we put our faith in you. And by faith, we believe that all things are possible. So we ask for things that people think are impossible. We ask for relationships that look like they're dead to be healed. We ask for those who cannot conceive to be able to conceive. We ask for children that have gone the wrong way to get back on the right path. We ask for bodies that are broken and sick to be made whole. God, we pray for those who are hurting financially that it will turn around. We pray for those who are far from you. May your spirit draw them to you. God, help us to live like Jesus. Empower us to love powerfully, even supernaturally, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And hey, if this message has raised a little bit of faith in you, and maybe you'd like some others to come alongside of you and pray for you, Whatever you might want prayer for, uh, message me or any of the staff team with your prayer request, or, or just leave a message on the screen with the word, just say prayer, I need prayer. Here at Fort City, we absolutely believe that God is a God who still does miracles, that everything is possible for one who believes. So now, to him who was able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine, according to his power that it is work within us, to him be glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen.